Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Tuesday afternoon. Justin Dion here with your weekly dose of Know the Scene. Know the Scene, your weekly dose of finding out what's going on in the scene here in your uh, wonderful, wonderful Lake Norman community here. We are excited to. Bill got me some morning music today. That was great. I tried to, Bill, I was holding out for a little bit. I wanted to wait till like, I went to the breakdown, like the drums worked down. I was like, now we'll come in. I like it. I like it. That's great. Yes, and a little Chi Town. You got some Chi Town teed up? I like it. Chicago? I like it. All right. All right. Well, welcome everybody to today's show. We got another great show for you today. Uh, but again, before we uh, before we get started with our guests, going to just do some of our usual top of show, kind of what's going on, right? What's going on? Um, I tell you what's happening at uh, at Kane Center for the Arts uh, this week. We have a really really busy week this week. We're excited. Uh, we've got two performances Thursday and Friday of the Drifters. The Drifters are playing. Um, going to perform for us Thursday and Friday. They are they are fully sold out. Um, so, so sorry if you missed that, but if you got tickets, congrats, way to go on that. We also Saturday night have a great show coming out, um, Saturday night, uh, Rocky Lynn, hometown guy, hometown guy, national hero, um, Rocky Lynn, uh, great, uh, uh, rock and roll country, um, artist from Statesville originally. Uh, so he's a local favorite around here. He's playing Saturday night. There are tickets available for that. Canearts.org. You should go in and check that out. Rocky's, uh, and I know WSIC has been doing some ticket giveaways. So keep listening to WSIC for some ticket giveaways, um, for that show and, and come out this Saturday night and check out, uh, Rocky Lynn. Um, some also notable great shows coming up, uh, next week, actually, uh, Kane Center is not presenting any shows, but there will be Frozen Junior. Davidson Community Players here is presenting Frozen Junior. All the kiddos are performing that for you. And that those shows have really been selling. I mean, they just added a Friday performance. I think they added a Friday at 4 p.m. next Friday. That was the only... They added it because everything else was sold out. So if you want to take your kiddos or grandkids or anything like that to go see Frozen, the Junior shows are great because they're like 45 minutes to an hour long. They're short. They hit all the hits for the kids and you can get them out. And, uh, you know, still go, no intermission. It's a nice, nice way to bring your kids to like their first show. And, you know, I have a daughter myself, so I know the, the Disney princesses are a, are a thing. They are quite the thing. So, uh, so yeah, come check that out. Support some local, your great local performers, um, kids performing in that again. And Davidson Community Players, great, great local organization, community theater there. And then uh, February 3rd, February 3rd, we have Chi-Town Transit Authority coming and we're going to speak today that's who our guest is mr john segment we're going to speak to him in just a moment but chi town transit authority a chicago tribute band fantastic one at that we're going to learn all about them today and they've been selling really well actually they're they're getting kind of low on tickets so uh if you want to come see that show i think you should get on knr.org and get some tickets to that as well um visual arts wise we have a great new exhibit two new exhibits right now in our galleries. One is our famous homegrown exhibit, all local, local, like hyper-local artists um, in the area. And we actually added a homegrown kids this year. Where kids, yeah, local kids have gotten the opportunity this year to submit their artwork uh, to be put in our gallery. And that's that's opening next week is, is happening for that. And then we also have a Directors of Choice exhibit that's going to be opening soon also. So lots going on at Kane Center. We hope you guys will come 
come by, come check it out. Um, come see a show, check it out, exhibit, take a class, take a, take an art class or a ceramics class or ceramics programs are very popular. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, let's move into it today. We're going to be talking all about Chi-Town Transit Authority and joining us today, joining us today is Mr. John Seckman. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, John, where are you coming to us from today, Atlanta, right? Um, yeah, you could you could call it a Atlanta, more specifically Marietta. Nice, Marietta's a beautiful area. Yeah, it is. That's great. Have you been there a long time? I've been in Atlanta all my life. Oh, uh, we've been in Marietta for the last twenty years or so. Wow, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, John, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for. For zooming in with us today, uh, we're going to talk all about all about uh, you know, you and 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 your band and what you guys what you guys are doing and what people can expect here for the performance um for the performance coming up. Um, so John, real quickly and um, um before the break, we have a couple minutes before the break. Why don't you kind of just start us out real quick? Tell us tell us about yourself and your role in Chi Town Transit Authority. Okay, so I'm the bass player. I started off as uh, just bass, but then uh, they figured out that I could sing too, so <laughs> I got to add vocals. And I do some of the booking. I do a lot of the marketing for the band. And um, yeah, that's about it. Man, they got you running everything, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I like that. that. That's what happens when you're good at stuff, John. When you're good at one thing, they're like, hey, can you do this too? And you're like, yeah. And you're good at that. And then they just keep adding things on, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, should, I should sandbag something. but uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's not, that's not you're, you're not that kind of guy. I'm just not that kind of guy. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. Well, awesome. So, so how long? Um, so you're playing that. So to recap again, you said so you are you are the bass player, TB TB player, um, yep. for the band, the bass player, and then um, singing some as well, uh, as well as then you said doing some booking and some of the management side too, huh? Uh, I call it marketing. Marketing, marketing side, cool. Management, but um, yeah, great. That's awesome. Now, how long have you, have you been with Chi-Town Transit Authority since the inception? No, I'm fairly recent member. Uh, I've been with the band for two years. Okay, so how long how long has Chi-Town been, been a band? So the band's been together for about six years. Wow. So there were four, uh, four uh, kind of core members that started out in uh, whatever it was, the 2017. And uh, then the the other four members were an eight piece eight piece group. Uh, it took a little while to settle, but uh, I, I think we've got the A team now. So, oh, so nice, nice. Now, do you all live in the Marietta area, or just around different parts of Atlanta, and then like meet up? Well, well, wouldn't that be convenient? No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. We 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 have this huge arc. Uh, over the north, uh, mostly North Atlanta, from Woodstock, Marietta, Lilburn, to um, Athens, and down to to Madison. So uh, yeah, we're not close to each other. So uh, so we we try not to practice too much. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, that's important. That's why you just stay so tight all the time. Yeah, we we uh, rather play out than practice. 
There you go. That's what then just work out any, any kinks you have. But you know, I'm sure you guys, you, I mean, you, you know, you play out enough on a regular and it just, it's right there. Um, yeah. and especially you, you, you get a nice set list together that you feel good about and you guys get in and it's just, it all, it all clicks in. We do. We have a, a, a set list that really works. It's what, it's well designed. It, 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 it pulls you in and then, uh, kind of builds up and there's a big crescendo at the end. That's and, awesome. Works works really well. All right. Well, well. All right. We're gonna take a quick break, uh, John, and then we'll be right back. Everyone, stick with us. Know the scene. We're coming right back with John Seckman from Chicago, uh, the Chi Town Transit Authority. Keep it right here. Know the scene with Kane Center for the Arts Executive Director Justin Dion will return after this short break on 1059 100.7 WSIC. So I'm going to let this play out. All right, know the scene. Welcome back, everybody. If you were watching, I do this like Muppets dance. I look like a Muppets character. The kids nowadays don't get that. Bill, I can say that now. I'm, it's unfortunate. I don't think the I don't think the the kids now. My like my daughter. Can't, my daughter doesn't even you know actually. So like we, my daughter hasn't even have a little bit hasn't even seen Sesame Street. Yeah, my wife like won't let us play it in the house because she is afraid of Snuffleupagus. <laughs> and so, so no Sesame Street in my house. But, you know, and, and well, we do watch Muppets Christmas Carol every year. That's like, that is a Christmas tradition of ours. So my daughter does know those Muppets. I mean, from the Muppets Christmas Carol, but not like we did when we were growing up. Um, all right, well, welcome back. Welcome back to Know the Scene, everyone. Justin Dion here with our great guest, uh, John Seckman from the bass, bass player and more from Chi-Town Transit Authority coming to play Kane Center for the Arts on February the 3rd. Yes, we are talking about February already because that's how it goes. That's how it goes. It'll be here before you know it. Um, a few notes before we get started. Thanks for listening today, everybody. By the way, you're listening to WSIC. Um, here and if you'd like to call today and have a question for John or something to say or anything, you can call Bill at eight four four Studio Four. That's eight four four seven eight eight three four six four, and uh, we can chat. Uh, also, uh, please make sure to after the show uh, pull out your phone and go to your podcast app, uh, whatever you use. If it's Spotify or it may be Apple Podcasts. And search uh, WSIC Know the Scene, and with that you can you can subscribe to our the podcast version of this. So after we do the live show every time um, it airs, after it airs, it goes on the podcast app, and you can listen to it after the fact. So if you miss an episode, you can listen. Um, and you know we've had a lot of great guests. This is the first season of Know the Scene. The first season, as if there might be a second. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, and uh, and you can listen to all the great shows we've had. We've had some wonderful guests with some wonderful conversations. So really cool things to listen to there. Uh, well, let's get back to John. John, uh, let's let's take it back if we can. Um, before you before you became the all star bass player 
and more for Chi Town Transit Authority. Where you said you spent your whole life in the Atlanta area, so tell us more. Where I mean, were you? You're where? Where are you? Um, like from in Atlanta originally? Where? Tell us a little bit about how you got started. I'm from an area called. Uh, well, it was originally Spring Lake, but it's. Um, I guess you call it. But if you were a realtor, you'd call it Buckhead because that that would. That I've would heard of Buckhead. Yeah, the, that's the affluent. Is the Buckhead uh, thing just like is it is it like that area of town that just keeps spreading wider and wider and wider to help with you know as property values and things happen? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very, uh, yeah. So you were from Buckhead before it was Buckhead. We were from Buckhead before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, awesome. And you so you grew up in that area. Um, did you grow up around where you were not where you know, as you were growing up, was your family very musical or did you spend a lot of time around music? How did you get get bit by the music bug? You know, mom was mom was into drama and and she uh, she had a couple of uh, she had a couple parts with the Atlanta players. Dad couldn't uh, couldn't hold a tune. Um, but it was really my my grandmother. She was a concert pianist, and so I started uh, lessons with her from the age of six. Uh, but she wanted to teach me music theory and basics, and and I just wanted to play the piano. So I decided that she wasn't uh, she wasn't the teacher I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because she, cause she wanted bad. to teach you like the core, and you wanted to learn like Billy Joel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's let's uh, tell me more about this boogie woogie thing. <laughs> um, but uh, and and so I only took from her, which was a which was a real shame because she was uh, she was in she was with the Chicago Symphony for a while. Wow, so she kind of knew her stuff. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. That's important. That's an important part of the story. So your grandmother played in the symph in the in the Atlanta Symphony. Uh, in the Atlanta and the Chicago Symphony. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, so a concert, a concert well, pianist. Yes, she was. Wow, that's that's a big deal. And 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 she was not, she was not up to the par to teach you. As you. Uh, no, I was it. I was pretty smart as a, <laughs> as a six year old. So I had, I had some different ideas, and they they just didn't mesh with with hers. So, that's okay. Um, that's okay. Differences. Yeah, it's a real real opportunity. Different pass. Different pass different yeah <laughs> but that's cool so but I was, so then i mean so she definitely still had some good influence on you um you know as you were growing up even 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 though sometimes you know i guess you know we we find people along our way that maybe were teachers or people like that who we may have disagreed with what they wanted us to do but they still had that way of influencing us right yes and i i, I came back and did did let her teach me some basics there you go there you go later on when i was when i was when i was ready <laughs> so so piano was your first instrument it was do you still play now uh no not really um around about uh eighth grade i um i was on a trampoline and broke my leg and the um the guy who helped me break my leg came uh, came over a couple of days later uh, with a 100% plastic Sears guitar, and uh, I mean it was all plastic. The frets were plastic. The net was the neck was plastic, and said, "Here, you've got some time now. Learn how to play this, and when you're up and up and around, 
uh, will form a band. Nice. What a guy. Uh, yeah. Wow. Great idea. The, the, the chicks will dig it. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. And um, so that, that was the plan and uh, it went, it went along pretty well. And that was, you said that was like around middle school-ish? Yeah, that was eighth grade. Eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade. So by, by ninth grade, we were fairly proficient and we could, we could do the three chord songs and, and so forth. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, so, so you're on guitar and were you singing too? Uh, yeah, because there was nobody else that would do it. So, um. <laughs> I like this. I'm finding a theme here, John, and yeah. um, in, in how this is working. I feel like so. So you're singing and playing guitar, and then uh, and you guys are like a three piece, three four piece. Um, kind of depended on who was who was over at the at the, at the time. Uh, you know, it wasn't a, a a very stable lineup. We we'd have. Uh, <laughs> you'll you'll laugh at one point we had two bass players now why why did you there's no reason well i gotta it's give not... you a lot of credit because as I, I used to have bands when i was younger and stuff and everyone knows it's hard enough to find one so the fact that you had two bass players is actually kind of impressive um yes we're bass rich but only <laughs> because like Hey, he's my friend and plays bass, so I want him in the band. And then somebody else was like, "Well, he plays bass, and I, he's my friend, so I want him in the band." So that's how we had two bass players. For, but you were playing sure. guitar. I was playing guitar, yeah. But now you are a bassist. I am. When did you, uh, when did you switch? Uh, well, <laughs> it was another one of those. Hey, we've got two guitar players, yeah. but we need a bass player. So what? You know, this the Paul McCartney thing. Yep. Like, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You have to do it. So um, that's, I, I volunteered. <laughs> I indirectly volunteered. And so. when did that, so, so as you, so tell me about real quick, cause I want to, I'll get back to the base in a minute, but so, so as you're a kid and your friend brings over the friend who breaks your leg, um, brings you over <laughs> the, 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 the cheap Sears guitar, which doesn't match the story we heard from Rocky last week, who said he went to Sears and got a guitar and it was a nice one. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm still skeptical of that. But, um, but, but so, so you learn guitar and, and at some point, you know, I mean, obviously you're still playing to this day. Um, and you switched to bass. So, but in those early years, like what was your approach to learning the guitar and learning the instrument? Did you teach yourself? Did you use tab? Did you use go by ear? What, what was your approach to, to learning that? Well, there's so many tools today and you could just run up to the internet and, and grab some tab and, yep. and make your way through that. But, but, uh, uh, I may date myself, but the, my method for learning a song was to take the tone arm of the record player and to put it down on the song and listen to a little bit and then try to try to play it by ear. There wow. Was, yeah. Um, and just and just and then just memorize it. So did at some point, did, did your parents or anyone put you in any kind of lessons or anything like that for guitar? You know, I, I had uh, lessons for a little bit. I had about six six months to a year of lessons with this one one gentleman. Um, and then uh, another little uh, spade of lessons with uh, another guy. But, um, you know, I, I, I was just, I, I, again, they, they kind of wanted 
to teach me this music stuff. And I just wanted to play songs. <laughs> so, but, but that's okay. That's a method too. I mean, like that's what I, yeah. When I was, when I was, when I had my garage band in high school and stuff, right. We just learned the songs for the bands we wanted to play. Right. Yeah. I mean, we just, what are the songs you're listening to and the songs you want to play? And let's just learn those. Right. Um, and, and I think that ties into, I think that's a cool story that will tie into, I think how, you know, you've, you've found yourself now in this, in this tribute, um, band, um, that's playing other people's songs, um, too. But there's, I think that there is a discipline and, and a real interesting artistry to that, that I'd like to talk more about after the break. We're going to head to another break. We'll be right back, everybody, with John Seckman. Stay on. Know the scene. We'll be right back. back to know the scene if you hear those horns you're here in chicago and coming up coming up in february on february 3rd you're not gonna see chicago but you're gonna see the next best thing which is shy town transit authority chicago tribute band coming to kane center for the arts Really fantastic group. Really fantastic group. Those horns you heard, just like, they sound just like that. Just like what you just heard. Um, full horn section, everything. I've seen them live myself. Take it from me. Fantastic show. Still some tickets left, although they're starting to get starting to get a little sparse. Starting to get a little sparse. So grab those tickets to Chi-Town Transit Authority, Kane Center for the Arts. Um, we're talking today with John Seckman, um, who is the bass player. TB player. I always like that. Did you guys ever see that thing you do? The movie That Thing You Do? No, it's a classic. John, uh, Tom Hanks, like the first movie he directed. It's about this one-hit wonders band in like the 50s, 60s era. He made it up, like, but, it, but it's a great movie. And throughout the whole movie, the bass player of the band, they never like say his name. He's just known as the bass player. And literally, even in the credits, they credit him as TB Player. TB Player. It's great. I love it. It's like, a, yes, he joke. He said, John, John, I think John gets it. So, all yeah. right. Well, welcome back, John. We're having some great conversation. So we were talking right before the break um, about, you know, your, your experience of um, not liking music instruction um, and <laughs> liking and enjoying playing other people's songs to teach yourself music, which right. I think is a perfectly valid method. Thank you. I mean, was well, seriously, right? Like how many, there were a lot of folks listening that may play instruments or have kids that want to play an instrument that go, oh my gosh, I don't want to do lessons. I don't want to, you don't have, you don't have to, you can just, and nowadays, like you said, gosh, get to, you know, pull up the computer, pull up the tablature. That's how I learned. I learned off tab. Oh, um, and there's, there's YouTube university, which right. teaches you whatever you want to know about whatever you're interested in right. and, and show it to you. Like here's, here's how you play it. Right. I took a video of it. Um, 
Yeah, great tools. Great. That's great right. Stuff. Now, that's not the same thing against music schools because, you know, we do love uh, Learn Music, great local school here in Cornelius. We also have a couple school. We have a school of rock here and and I think a Bach to Rock in Huntersville as well. So we've got some schools you can check out for those kind of things too. But don't don't feel like you have to. You know, just yeah, get, just like just play. To. Just play. If if that's what it takes for you to get get into it, then then approach it that way. You'll need to catch up with the basics just so you can talk to other musicians, so you can so you can understand what you're doing. And I'm kind of kidding around about being, you know, uh, not wanting to do music theory first. Because it is important that that you know the basics and you know you understand what you're doing. So yes, of course, of course. Um, and um, um, but just just playing, you know. And when I was growing up too, just playing, um, you know, as you mentioned, like you'll find yourselves in situations if you get out there and play that you'll you know you'll you'll run into other musicians, right? And then you'll and you'll learn from watching and listening to what those other musicians do and maybe it's to your point john yeah there might be a little point where you find yourself with a little bit of peer pressure like you're in the room and you're like "Ooh, i am in over my head and then you like go home and that motivates you to you know go home and learn some of that stuff so that next time you go back with that group of musicians you can you know you can hold your own type thing right like what what is they were talking about a tritone what is a tritone right i'll, I'll go back and research that and and uh won't miss that again exactly yeah yeah as part of the fun of music you know is again plan plan music with people it's it's a it's a community thing right and it, it's it's a relationships thing with others too so so all right so so we were when we were talking you had some bands like garage band type stuff i guess and um you know when you were younger in like mi- middle and high school era you know you had two bass players you were bass player rich um which is still crazy to me because i'm serious like no one played bass it was always a guitar player that you suckered into playing bass is how yeah. many of the bands that i knew got their bass player um yeah. normally yeah. right yeah. at least when you're younger especially right because everyone plays guitar but no one like purposely played the bass um right and I ended up playing bass a couple times in a few bands um, because they just needed a bass player. Um, so, so that being said, did you, you know, when, did you continue playing music as you got, you know, into like college age and stuff like that? Did you have bands in, when you were that age as well, or did you kind of take a break? What happened? No, absolutely. I had my college band, and we would play bars and fraternity parties. Nice. And, uh, and then eventually, I, I got into a touring group. Oh, right. And then marriage and kids happen. <laughs> Where's the bump, 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 bump? <laughs> Where's the bill? My sound effects aren't working. Um, <laughs> oh, marriage and kids. That's what happened to me, too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I had, a, I used to play in bands literally up until like my, well, even after I got married. But once, once the kid came along, I'm like, I'm, maybe I'll play. Like my daughter just gave me crap the other day. My five year old daughter was like, Daddy, you should play your guitar more. And I was like, oh, that hurts. Yeah. It hurts. But well, cool. So what was your touring band? Was it, I mean, did you guys play covers, originals, a little bit of both? What what kind of stuff do you guys do? Yeah, it was covers, party band. Nice. It's mm. always fun. What were some of the so tell us all too, because I want to get toward how we how how you got into when we, have you always been a Chicago fan? Obviously, must have been. I I have been. Um, you know. With a lot of music, you can associate, you know, where you were when you were listening to this song. But it's very rare for me that I 
that I remember where I was when I first heard the song, like the very first time I heard the song. The one exception would be my um, my neighbor called me up and said, "You've gotta, you've gotta listen to this song." And I said, "I have to walk over and listen to the song." And he said, "Yes, you have to walk over and listen to the song." And he met me at the bottom of the driveway, and we go in. And we we it was on a tape. It was on the reel to reel tape, and it was twenty five or sixty four. And I was just blown away. I remember that moment, and. Um, I was like, I, I, this is incredible. I, I need to get uh, a, a, an album of this, and so I went out and bought Chicago Five because that was what, that was the album that was out in '72. So I started with Chicago Five and then kind of worked backwards, and then and then once I digested all that, went forward. Um, but that yeah, that was my my introduction to Chicago. It was just it was um, it was stunning. Did you now were any of like how cool is that right well when you so when you were so when you were playing in some of your party bands and stuff did you all uh did you play any chicago then no not not at all uh we didn't have any horn i was gonna say i was i was was kind of getting to is if you had horns because that's like the toughest thing to find um yeah we were we had a keyboard player that right yeah so so who else so tell me some of your big um you know, who were some of your favorite artists? Like when you were, when, you know, you, you talked about that, you know, I, I love how you just, how you just described your Chicago experience of discovering Chicago at this one song. And then you get that album and then you go backwards and then you went back to Ford and moved back from there. Um, I actually, when I was younger, had the same experience with Aerosmith. I I first got into like Aerosmith, get a grip, that get a grip record. Which, Cause you know, when I was growing up, it was like amazing and crying and crazy and all the, yeah, I mean like, you know, and that shows my age. Like that was, those were the music videos when I was growing up. And so I got into those. And then one day, like my dad's like talking, listening to Walk This Way. And I'm like, who's this? He's like, this Aerosmith. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The same, the same ones who did crying and stuff. He's like, yeah. So then I go backwards all the way down through like permanent vacation, like go back, right? All the way down. And then I get to like nine lives and and go forward from there. But, but so tell me some of the other bands that were big, like influences for you, like uh, when you were coming up. Oh, well, I was a big Aerosmith fan too. Oh yeah. Nice. Entry point was Toys in the Attic though. So, but that's such a great one, man. Oh, it's God. So good. So good. Um, yeah, big Zeppelin fan for a while. Uh, my one of my friends took me to a Queen show. I didn't know you saw Queen. I, yeah, That's I, so I cool. saw the um, uh, not News of the World, uh, Night at the Opera. So the one with Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow, I was not familiar with any of that. So my first introduction to Queen was seeing this album live. Wow, really? Wow. Yes. What an experience that must have been. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Wow. And that's like back when like you could see concerts for like twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh, I would, <laughs> again I'm gonna date myself, but I think I paid seven dollars and fifty cents for that show. <sighs> Inflation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are paying more than that to see you play, buddy. <laughs> well, everything's gone up. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. That's awesome. Well, that's awesome. Um, I love this. I love this conversation about all these classic, these classic ads because it all comes together into who you are, you know, and especially like your approach to music and, and what you've enjoyed and how you've, and to your point from earlier about playing other people's songs, I'm sure that playing some of these acts 
was tied into your journey. So we're going to take one more break and then we're going to come back. We're going to jump into, we're going to, we're going to do a major like fast forward. We're going to talk about Chi-Town tribute, uh, how you guys got together, your role, the kind of set, how it's going to go with the show when you guys come. All right. Okay. Come back out of the break, guys. Know the scene. There we go. Put your hands together, yes. All right, we're back. Know the scene. Know the scene. Justin Dion here. Last segment today, talking with uh, with John Sackman, uh, bass player at all from. Um, from uh, Chi-Town Transit Authority, coming to Kane Center for the Arts, February 3rd. February 3rd, get those tickets. By the way, again, if you can call in, if you'd like, 844-788-3464, talking with John. John, we're going to move quickly through this last segment because we were talking during the break, and I had a a big uh, aha moment that I should have known from the beginning, so I apologize. But, so to revisit, you did not go to school for music. You went to school for architecture. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, but you kept playing while you were in yep. school in your party bands and such. Uh, yes. And then you said that you then went on to a long career in um, technology, in yeah. software. Software development. Software development. You said, how, you said 20 years you were in software development. Yes, sir. Wow. And self-taught again. Self-taught again. I just picked it up. That's amazing. So did you keep and, playing and, in bands during that time too? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, this was, this was during the, the kids are more manageable years. So when does uh, that happen? <laughs> it does happen. Just taking notes, taking notes. Yeah. Uh, uh, after, after they, they get past the little bitty stage, they, uh, they, they, they take less time, but more, um, uh, patience. More, I'm, I'm sorry. More patience. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> More planning. Anyway. So so you were still playing in some bands, and now and now you are important. So that's what I wanted to get to. Now you're a fully professional musician. Yeah, I took a, um, a sabbatical. It was originally supposed to be a, a year to do, uh, as the kids went to college, um, to do some of the stuff that I didn't get to do for the last 20 years. And, and one of my goals was to record an album. And um, so being in the studio that uh, that much and that often really improved my musicianship. Uh I'd recommend recording to anybody who's trying to get better. Um, And at this at the same time, I'm I'm kind of trying out some some new and and better bands. And uh, I had a profile out on uh, Band Mix, which is kind of a, (laughs) a dating site for bands and musicians oh. you know putting putting the two together oh and i had mentioned that one of my um one of my influences was chicago and and shy town saw that picked up on it and uh that's how they found me oh so you got picked up uh yeah i was i was discovered you got catfished <laughs> <laughs> man he got caught i like it that's awesome they they found you 
What a cool, that's cool. So, so your bass playing, by the way, so, so your bass playing journey. So you, you, you switched to bass while you were, you know, when, when you were playing and you said you were in a band with two guitars and you needed to have a, somebody to play bass and you, you ended up doing the, the, um, the, the Beatles thing. And then, so did you, you, did you just, at that point, did you, through your, through all your bands, through, through college. And even when you were playing later before you started doing your, your studio work, did you just play bass or did you, did you still play guitar as well? I haven't picked up to the guitar in a long time. I played bass for about three years in one of those college, uh, college time, right around the college years bands. And, uh, then switched back to guitar. I played, uh, uh rhythm guitar and keyboards for, for a long time. Um, and then it's, it's, it's funny. I was, I was trying out for a wedding band and they needed a bass player. So I kind of picked up the bass again. And so I had actually, I'd, I'd gotten some months in on the bass before shy called me, which was a really good thing. <laughs> um, otherwise I, I might've had a little difficulty making them believe that I was a bass player. So, and so what was it about? Um, and I think I know, but, but tell everybody who's listening, what is it about the studio work that you said really helped sharpen your uh, your playing? I guess it's it's really just the, the the playback and and you hear everything and you can you can isolate everything and, and instead of just having a, a noisy room full of music, you you really get to understand what. Uh, what you're doing and how it's relating to everything else that's going down on the on the tracks that are that are being recorded, so, and the, and the, maybe some uh, of the the repetition as well. Uh, try not we, we try not to be repetitive. Well, so, but I mean, like the takes, like if you have to, nope, gotta take that again, like do that again, do that again. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's <laughs> one guitar thing that I think I did 106 takes on before I got something I liked. Yeah, I'm always when it comes to things, especially like artistic things. I'm actually a big my my background's more in in the theater side, although I was a musician as well. But that but that's where like in my mind, practice is is a lot of times it's just repetition too. It's it's getting those reps in that helps you just get 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 smoother, get clearer, get sharper in what in whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, and and with the the tools, like you can see how you're how pitchy you are vocal wise. I mean, it plots it. You can okay, I'm on pitch here. I'm not on pitch here, and just listening to that and seeing what you're actually seeing what you're doing is extremely helpful as well. Yeah. Wow. So 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 Shy Town tribute. Um, you guys are a full Chicago tribute band. Um, and you said they've been around since 2017, I think you said, right? Yeah, they've been playing for six years. And so now and you've been with them too. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So what, how often are you guys out there hitting the, hitting the circuit? Well, my first year we played 23 shows. Last year we're 41. Wow. We've already got, uh, 43 in the books for this year. So wow. I bet. I bet we'll play 60 shows this year. That's so, a lot. Wow. And going from just playing the Southeast to playing, adding the Northeast and, and hopefully the Midwest this year. So um, get, getting the word out, getting, getting a little bit bigger as a band. That's good. Do you enjoy that? Are you getting to enjoy that right now? Is it? Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. 
when you guys travel, depending on the leg of the tour that you guys are doing, you know, do you, are you, are you guys renting a van? Are you driving all separate? Are you renting a U-Haul? Do you have a bus? What are you, what are you guys doing? We have two, uh, two minivans and then we'll, we'll take a car too, uh, as well, kind of depending on the distance, the, the longer it gets, the more we try to cram into the minivans, but uh, right. that's how we do it. I love it. I love it. I love the, like the sea, you know I mean? Just like the journey of, of, and this season that you're in right now of life where you're like, nah, man, we're on the band. We're hitting, we're in the band. We're hitting the road. Like we're hitting the road. We're going. Yeah, man. Uh, it's the dream and, and with the these musicians who have been playing all their life uh there are just endless stories yeah about, tell us uh, about some of the other guys in the band playing with uh well like neil we kind of had this game with uh, neil the trombone player you think of a celebrity and then he he tells you the story about when he met them oh really yeah he has played with with everybody trumpet trumpet player drummer too um, so are the other musicians in the band kind of like they've they've been session musicians before too they've been in the same circuits kind of i mean i mean they're all had the same experiences as you or just a little bit of everything um a little bit of everything um you know neil was in in the army army band uh chris was with the columbia touring uh touring group michael's just toured europe and america for years wow um chase has has been all over the country and um uh, uh, uh jinx our saxophonist has been with a touring group for 10 years he's also a band leader wow um rick has been a a, a band leader in decab and gwinnett county here here in atlanta so just a wide variety of musical experiences that's amazing. So tell us all what to what what kind of things can they expect from a Chi Town Transit Authority show? So I guess the biggest question is which era of Chicago, because Chicago had some some pretty different eras in their their musical um, their mu their musical journey, and so a, a frequent question is, well, which era do you do you play from? Oh yeah. We play from all four decades. Wow. You know, Chicago put out their first album in the 60s, had a bunch of hits with kind of in the Terry Kath era during the 70s, and uh, more uh, power ballad type stuff in the 80s, some of which, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 80s, some of which uh, uh, made it into the 90s. So it's, it's, wow. Uh, yeah, four decades. Do you guys tend to like have a show and run the same set list and the same show, or do you like switch it up a little bit every time? It's um, it's pretty consistent from from show to show. It, it kind of evolves, and we've we've added some new stuff um, over the years. We'll shift some songs in and out, but um, you know, largely uh, from from show to show, it'll be pretty consistent. That's great. That's great. Well, awesome. Well, um, and then, uh, so we're looking forward to having you guys, uh, again, Chi town transit authority coming to Kane center for the arts on February the 3rd, February the 3rd. Uh, so get those tickets, canearts.org, canearts.org. 
John, thank you so much for coming on Know the Scene today. Really great chatting with you. Thanks for sharing your stories. Hey, thanks, Justin. It's All right. All right. Get All that. Right. Get no. Get get your rehearsal in. We'll see you in a few weeks. Don't you know? All right. Thanks. We'll see you soon, John. Thanks, everybody. See thanks you. for listening. See you next week. I'll know the scene.